Hey guys, this is Ralph Macchio. Hey, what's up y'all? This is William Zabka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. There is nothing like a random, hey, you want to do this. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We're here. Hello, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to a live stream on our YouTube channel. Uh, this is Peter. Well, duh. This is Bree. Well, you know, there. I mean, we're doing this live, so I don't know if uh, we have YouTube subscribers that don't listen to the podcast, so I figured... That uh, we would introduce ourselves. Why okay. not? Okay. Yeah. He's Peter. He's the dude. I am a dude. <laughs> I'm Bree. I'm the chick. You are that too. Yes. And that's uh, pretty well how it breaks down. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so what we're going to be doing today is going over John Hurwitz's uh, Twitter Q and A that he did uh, on. I was about to say November. Um, on June twenty fifth. And for those that don't know, this is actually something that we do on our podcast, our audio podcast, uh, that you can uh, listen to on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeart Music. Is it iHeart? No, iHeart Radio. We're not music. I do heart music for sure. But um, I heart yeah, you New can, York. I, 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 I okay. used to have that shirt. Okay. All right. I mean, uh, I, I believe Semi and Prince Akeem also wore something like that in Coming to America. But yeah, this is something that we do for the podcast, and we feel that a lot of people like these episodes because it's a Q&A, you know, so John Hurwitz is answering them to the best of his abilities, too. So it's, you know, the, the most up-to-date news that you'll be able to find really anywhere. Right. But, you know, it was two weeks ago now, so... Um... We don't know if it's valid anymore. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. Um, we we did skip the one that he did in May, and my apologies to those that you know asked a question and got them answered, but since then, so much has happened, and so many of those questions probably aren't really relevant anymore. Hey, we but, had an entire series on the channel. That yeah. we had multiple episodes recorded of and went back and looked at them and went, um, okay, we can't do these anymore because they were completely invalidated. So That's right. That's right. So as things... Um, ah, catch shut up, Siri. Oh, wow. Even on a live stream. Even, yeah. That's okay. funny. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So apologies to those that did get uh, questions answered from John back in May. Uh, those also not even relating to like the release of season three or anything like that. So um, we're gonna jump straight to the June twenty fifth one. Uh, you got anything else you want to address? I mean, this is aside from our trivia games that we've been doing on Sunday and then the live stream we did on YouTube. This is actually the first actual episode of what we would typically do on a podcast that we've done in a while. Um. Yeah. I mean, we've had some ideas. We've I I was like, hey, let's do truth or dare. Um, oh sure, sure, sure. Well, the, what what I'm getting to is which uh, would there's end up been, with us both very drunk on the air, which would be kind of fun. That would be kind of fun. I mean, we did something like that when we karaoke. That was fun too. Oh, karaoke was fun. That um, was a lot of fun. Chris says we should release the uh, 
the video series as the Lost series. But we could. No, <laughs> because nothing we said that, I mean, there were multiple things we said that are no longer valid. So we would end up, you know, making stuff up that we know is not true. And that's true. That's true. We and we don't want to be not our thing. Those guys. Yeah, not our thing. exactly. We, we want to be as uh, true as we can be uh, based off of the research that we've done. Or you know the uh, based off of the um, the sources you know <laughs> confirmed sources. Kaz is talking about when he fell asleep during karaoke, and it was actually quite funny. I re- it, yeah, I Everyone do remember that, was that. At karaoke um, because his his little icon would keep blinking like he was talking. Might have then, been snoring. Yeah, but he it was him <laughs> snoring, and then I woke him up. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I have. Okay, so are we just going to be uh, directing our attention to the YouTube screen? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Let me bring up. And there is a shrunk down version of Twitter because all y'all don't need to be seeing what tabs I've got open and stuff. Right. Um, okay, holy cow, that's really tiny. Um, well. Let me see if I can if, if I try to stretch it bigger. Because I kind of want to be able to just glance over at the the chat as well. Um, right. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, that's about that's good right there. Okay, well yeah. now I have to move it though. All right, so how's that? That looks great. Okay, so is the one you see at the bottom June twenty fifth? That is correct. Yep. Okay. The, uh, in honor of Cobra Kai's upcoming move to Netflix. Okay, so, and here's the other thing, everybody. I will be with you for 20 minutes. I have to go pick my son up from work, but then I will be back. So you're going to be in Peter's very capable hands. Yeesh. <laughs> uh, my apologies, you guys. <laughs> this, this is a first. Um, what is a first? You doing a show by yourself? You do it all the time. Do I? You do interviews and stuff by yourself yeah, all I the mean, time. I mean, the interviews, I'm talking to somebody. It's just the intros and outros I do by myself, but... We'll we'll get there. All right. So right, I'm gonna um, shrink that a little bit thanks, because switch. otherwise you don't see like any of the picture. No, no, no. I, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. Okay, there we go. Uh, see, like uh, right now, it's like yeah, oh, yeah. Johnny's behind that somewhere. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> okay. So Excuse for me. those for <laughs> for those that have not uh, heard one of our. Uh, you know, recaps of uh, John Hurwitz's Q and A's. Basically, uh, Brianna's going to read the question, and I will read John's um, response, and then we'll uh, give our thoughts on it. So, what we do do is we skip anything that's not Cobra Kai related. Yes, unless I get halfway through and go, "Oh, wait, that has nothing to do with Cobra Kai." Skipping. Right, and you guys wouldn't know that that listen to the podcast because all that stuff gets edited out. We fix so it this is going to be live. Um, you're going to hear this as is, and I'm going to throw it onto the podcast this same way as well. Oh, so, there you go. Are you sure you're yeah. going to be able to resist the temptation to edit us out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We will see. We will see. Okay, we need to get going because I got 20 minutes. Okay. Yes. All right. But I will be back. Okay, so um, starting off in honor of Cobra Kai's upcoming move to Netflix, and this was three days after the announcement, Thursday night Q&A. I don't have release dates. Don't ask about that. No spoilers. Also, three days after our live stream, again, if you guys are newer to our channel, uh, check 
check our videos. We have the live stream with John, Josh, and Hayden, and uh, with appearances from Ralph, Ralph, Ralph Macchio <laughs> and Billy Zapka. <laughs> Daniel suddenly German. Okay. Um, first question <laughs> is from uh, Jack Lee. It looks like big boots. Mm-hmm. Uh, what came into making Cobra Kai an official thing? Was it an idea one day you three came up with? And what obstacles did you uh, guys have to go through? Also, how much to get a follow from you? Hayden, Josh, and I had the idea. We pitched to Sony and Will Smith's company, Overbrook, uh, to get the rights to Karate Kid. Then convinced Ralph and Billy to come on wait to come on board. Together, we pitched the show around town. Decided on YouTube because they guaranteed a full season. And anybody that follows them, not only were they guaranteed a full season, is without it even being written, right? Yeah, they were guaranteed a full season without a script. Right. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Um, you can't really turn your nose up at that. Uh, next question is from D at Daniel Goodwin. Where is Mike Barnes? Maybe one day we'll find out. Hashtag Cobra Kai. I know where Mike Barnes is tomorrow. Mike Barnes will be on this very YouTube channel tomorrow. He is our guest host for the live stream of the uh, All-Valley Trivia Championship. Well, I, I and in spirit anyway, I hope he doesn't give Sean nearly as much trouble as Lynn gave poor Susan. Oh, this is true. This is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern. Be there or your karate is a joke. Mm-hmm. Going to be awesome. Next question from Leotis. How is the trailer for season three coming along? If you can say anything about it, which season did you have the most fun filming and Miyagi-Do or Cobra Kai? That's three. Yes, it is. Cheater. Uh, Netflix just came on, so they are just getting started with marketing. Seasons uh, three. Seasons. Seasons three. I'll read it as is. Seasons three was my favorite to film. Had the best weather and schedule. And I could never pick between Miyagi-Do and Cobra Kai. Miyagi-Kai? Hashtag Cobra Kai. He can't, um, he can't say that. He stole that from us. I'm not saying anything about that. Uh, now, here's something interesting. He he definitely did a, a Matrix move here and dodged the trailer question. Because yes, the trailer is done, is it not? No, the YouTube trailer was done. Right. We don't know about the Netflix one. Okay. I'm guessing so, no, because they have two others to make before that. Mm. And they're not going to use YouTube's trailers. I'm sorry. Okay. They're just not. That's just that's I mean, just like, you know, when stuff would move from NBC to Fox or from Fox to, you know, wherever else, they don't use the old network's trailers. Right. And shout out to uh, Mike P., one of our um, group moderators on Facebook. Uh, it was him who caught that there had been some activity on the official um, Cobra Kai accounts uh, on, on Instagram. He, he noticed that the, the, the latest picture was different from what he remembered. He said 70-some-odd photos had been removed from the account. So somebody might have you know, gone in there to clean up some of the YouTube stuff and taken that out. So that that's kind, of, kind of falls in line with what you're saying. Netflix isn't going to use YouTube's trailer, so they'd have to kind of cut their own. Right, right. So they're going to go back and cut out all the nonsense tweets. Um, I would guess the first thing that they got rid of was any mention of the season three premiere on YouTube. Since it's never going to happen, that would be a pretty logical thing to start deleting. Right. 
Now we just need, you know, the Facebook and the Twitter. How many times can we poke it with a stick and smack it in the face with a robot? I mean, wake up. Um, Watch Party makes a uh, let, me, let me read his comment in the chat real quick. He says, I still am unsure if they'll make trailers for the first two seasons. Do they do that? That's a good question, because if you think about um, when Netflix acquires movies, you know, like uh, Karate Kid just came back. Right. Mm-hmm. Netflix isn't going to recut their own trailer. They're going to use the trailer that's available already. Right. But the Karate Kid movies are also not now their intellectual property. Mm, I see. OK. Um, I'm thinking that they will just because if I'm reading what everyone is saying correctly, season one will be released, then season two will be released. They will release them both just like they are a full season of any other Netflix original, which would indicate that they would get trailers. Okay. Um, Probably not a full release schedule because like – but they they played the they released the trailer for Umbrella Academy like three days ago, and it doesn't come out until October, I think. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to go hopefully that far out. But I really do think they are going to want to bring in as many people as they can for season one and season two to lay the groundwork for season three. And the only way to do that is to get trailers for those first two seasons in front of people that have no no idea this show exists. Right. All right. Excuse me. This is the downfall of doing this live. You're going to listen to us cough and sneeze and sniff and all kinds of weird stuff. Okay. That's right. And all that stuff I usually take out. So we'll see if they make it into the podcast version. They better because otherwise you'll look like a big hypocrite. Tucker and Bernie (laughs) at Tucker Bernard one. Did you ever meet Pat Morita? And if so, did you share your vision to him of the Cobra Kai series? I unfortunately never got to meet Pat Morita before he passed, but I've heard so many stories that I feel like I know him. Sounds like he was different, but same as Mr. Miyagi, a wonderful person and mentor. And I'm grateful and humbled to help carry on his legacy. Hashtag Cobra Kai. That's so sweet. That's very sweet. I mean, I'm not trying to boast or anything. It's like, I, I get what he's saying. We got to step inside, you know, Miyagi-Do. And just because of that, I feel like a, a bit of a kinship of, you know, to some of the actors uh, as well, um, you know, sharing that experience. Um, Mikey uh, Graff was asking if they made new trailers for you or Lucifer. Um, they didn't for well, they, they did for the first season they had of Lucifer. I haven't seen one for season five yet. Hmm. But they just announced today that it was coming out this fall, so... Okay. All right. Next question. Jay Burbridge at Jay, a whole bunch of numbers. What character has been your favorite to watch grow and develop over the first two seasons? Such a difficult question to answer. My first thought was Miguel, but I might have to go with Johnny. What do you guys think? Hashtag Cobra Kai. Bert. Okay. Well, we got uh, Bert Light there in season two. Right. I'm saying that completely and totally um, irrespective of Owen being in the chat right now. <laughs> is he still in the chat? <laughs> oh, I don't know if he still is or not. But um, I, it, it's got to be one of the kids to me because that's where the growth is happening. You know, Johnny and Daniel are 
not really growing. <laughs> They're kind of stuck. Um, so, yeah, did, it, it would did, have to be one of the keys, kids. Did uh, my ears get warm? Because it, it looks like he just popped up because somebody might have mentioned his name. Who did? <laughs> Mike P. Oh. He just commented, someone mentioned my name. I said Mikey <laughs> Graff. I wasn't even talking about you. Go back to sleep. But but I mentioned him earlier in regards to the uh, the Instagram account. Oh, so he's only 20 minutes So I late. wonder if he had his spidey senses tingling, you know? Either that or he was like, oh, crap, they're on a stream and I'm supposed to be a mod. <laughs> Okay. It's it's fine. We didn't give anybody a heads up. This we, was we, we barely gave us a heads up. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh Carla Stortz at Stortz Carla, would you ever consider bringing back Terry Silver? We consider bringing back literally every single character that has appeared in the Miyagi-verse. Um in parentheses credit kids 1 through 4 uh, because they are all canon. Now they consider that doesn't mean that they will. Terry Silver has already been mentioned by name in season one. Yes, and insinuated multiple times by Crease in season two. Yes. Um, I, I I really don't see there being any way that he's not the army buddy that took the picture. Um, I don't see there's any way for him to not be the buddy that offered him the job working security and he felt it was charity um, because no one else would be in the position to do that other than Terry. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I definitely think we've they've danced as as close around him as they possibly can. And Daniel has um, Daniel has mentioned him in season one because that was the, the guy that was the real piece of crap behind the scenes. Um, and then like the channeling of Terry Silver came out again when he was yelling at Robbie. So, right. uh, Terry's a huge presence in the show. There's no doubting, no doubt about that. Right. Hey, Pialani and Jackie and, oh, wifey. Okay. Oh gosh. Well, what time Jackie's in Australia? What what time is that over there? Like 6 a.m. or something? Uh, yeah, I think Jackie just got up and Kiata hasn't gone to bed yet. Right. It's, it was like four or something. Right. She just got home and she's apparently been drinking. So, um, I am envying Kiata at the moment. (laughs) All right. Pedro Jesus Morales, the third at Pedro karaoke God. Do you, (laughs) I love that username. This is pretty good. Do you have access to any deleted scenes from the original trilogy that haven't been seen? Yes, we do. <laughs> oh, God, Jackie just said it's one in the afternoon. Oh, wow. Holy cow. Way off. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's much later than I thought it was. I yeah. thought it was super early. All right. Hang on just a second. My kid just called me. Stop calling me and let me text you. Okay, so I just texted and told him I'll be there in 15. Okay. Okay. All right. So, Uncle Baby Billy at Haas84. Um, oh, I skipped this one. Any chance for another Harold and Kumar? Oh, uh, I'll read it. Uh, there's definitely a chance. The guys and I discussed the possibility uh, frequently. There we go. I was supposed to skip that one, which is probably why I skipped it. And then I was like, wait, I skipped that one. And never mind. All right. Will Double S at 
is because it's is because it catchy. I had no idea that that's what his name actually was. I just called him Will. Oh, are there any Easter eggs from the original movie in season three? I cannot see the top. Yep. There we go. Okay. Yep. Um, of course. And there's even one from the Karate. Uh, of course. And there's even one from the Karate Kid cartoon. Looking forward to seeing who finds it first. So I remember this one. Yes, so, because we talked about this when there's a whole conversation under this. Yes. Yes, there is. And so uh, this is where you and I were like, oh, is he dropping a challenge? Mm-hmm. So this is the one. And this is where a lot of people also found out, wait a minute, there's a credit kid cartoon. Right. But see, he shouldn't have done this. Do you know why? Why? Because we know which episode it's in. Do we? It has to be that one. It has to be that one. The gauntlet that was thrown down, the whoever finds the Easter egg in this episode is a true fan of the franchise. How could Mm. that be? And I called that when he said that. I was like, it's going to be Jack. It's going to be that Daniel has an Uncle Jack. Mm, We'll see. (laughs) Or Taki. I mean, it could be it could be Taki. The, the young lady yes. uh, on the show? Yes. Yeah. But I'm going to get, my money's on Uncle Jack. Okay. If they do, the Daniel surfed on a torpedo when he was 17. I'm just done. Sure. I'm just done. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe if Daniel was like on some sort of hallucinogen, I don't know. You kind of have be a to dream to watch sequence. that cartoon. <laughs> I mean, you know, if Johnny had a dream sequence, I can't see why uh, Daniel can't have one. Surfing on a torpedo. Of chasing a tiny little shrine around the world and surfing from a torpedo and Mr. Miyagi hanging upside down from the rudder or the, 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 the runners on a helicopter by his knees and flying cars and... Really? Yes. <laughs> All of it. <sighs> he better be wearing the right headband in the dream sequence, though, because he wore the right oh, I'm sure. Part, yeah. And his eyes I'm better sure. not be blue. Just saying. All right, Cobra Kai kid, our friend Drew. Hi, John. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Cobra Kai expanding beyond the show into spinoffs. Can you talk a little more about this? Are you talking about a series or a specific character? We haven't pitched any spinoffs yet in an official capacity, but we've had ideas for other series set in the Credit Kid universe since before we shot a frame of Cobra Kai. Mm, very interesting. And currently going on on both Facebook and Twitter, you have a pastor and a homeless meth head um, having a verbal, you know, sparring match because Ron Thomas and Susan have come up with this fantastic idea for a show. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and if you're if you're on if you're on Twitter, you need to to look up Sensei Ron Thomas or Susan Gallagher, and you know get to the conversation that way. If you're on Facebook, go to the Homeless Lynn spinoff ideas page because it's all detailed on there, too. And it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. But then we also were talking about the um, the nighttime soap opera detailing um, the trials and tribulations of the uh, All Valley. Um, the All Valley Board. OK. Um 
and you know, it, 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 I guess George has has you know has it out for Ron because he's you know uh, like a challenger for his authority, and then Mister Blue Mats has an unrequited thing for Sue. And uh, Sue, though, has a thing for George, and it's this big whole thing, and it right. would be really good, and I would it watch would be. the hell out of it. <laughs> now, do you have a specific uh, spinoff you would like to see? Ideas for other series? That's what I'm referencing there. Mr. Miyagi as a child. Yeah, for me, maybe not so much of a child, but uh, when he comes post-war and... You know, without the family and stuff and making a living in California. Yeah, how he got from Hawaii to California, how he yeah. got onto the 442nd. Um, I want to see him make that timeline work because he came to the United States right before they locked down immigration from Japan completely. Mm -hmm. um, so he just barely got in here. And I would like that, but then flashbacks to him as a little kid with his dad back in Okinawa. That kind of thing. I think that would be fascinating. I think so, too. Um, next is Jeffrey Warfield at Jeffrey Warfield 2. So who came to you with the idea of a quasi-sequel for... At first I was like, a Quetzalcoatl? What? A quasi-sequel for the Karate Kid series. Uh, nobody came to us with the idea uh, in the early 2000s. Um, Hayden and Josh and I started talking about doing a Cobra Kai movie centered on Johnny's life present day. Never felt realistic to pursue until we envisioned it as a streaming show in 2017. We pursued. And we are ever so grateful they did. And here we are. Yeah, absolutely. All right. This will be my last question before I run and get my son. Okay. Uh, Theodore at Botanical Darling. What's been the most interesting part about trying to draw in old fans of the series versus newer, younger fans who didn't grow up with the Karate Kid the same way? I was personally excited to see myself represented in characters like Moon with an LGBTQ subplot. Um, we tried to write compelling storylines that people of all ages can enjoy. If you, loved the, if you loved Karate Kid, there's added nostalgia. But we also have the luxury of four films worth of flashbacks. And we put as much thought into the new characters as the OGs. Okay. Um, now, at this point, the screen will no longer move because I will not be here to scroll it. Um, I'm going to mute my microphone. I'm going to listen to you while I'm going to pick Joey up. <laughs> oh, how weird is that? You're going to be <laughs> screaming at me and I won't be able to hear it. <laughs> I'll text you if I need to. <laughs> but okay. I turn you all over to Peter. All Yikes. on his lonesome, and I will be back in 15 minutes. Oh, great. This is going to be like that scene in Wayne's World where uh, Garth has to take over by himself <laughs> right before his head explodes. All right, no so here we go. No exploding heads. I'm coming back to Oh, you. you're still here? Yeah. Okay. I'm Okay, fine. Bye. All right. Uh, okay, so you guys are stuck with me. Um, thanks, Switch. Okay, so here we go. The next one comes from Light. Coin 2000 is Dutch 100% never coming back. And John Hurwitz replies, Goonies never say die. Okay, wrong franchise. But at Cobra Kai, we also never say die, so there's always a chance. And that's something that, you know, John specifically, but the big three, they always say, 
anybody that has shown up in the Miyagi verse, which is the first four movies that include Miyagi, has the possibility of showing up. But it's got to fit the narrative. That's also something that's always said. The next one comes from Rick, 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 Rick. Uh, everything has been, let's see here, everything has been so hush-hush regarding season three. But we were told early on Okinawa will be in season three. That seems like a big plot point. Why did you decide to tell us about Okinawa but so quiet about everything else? To which John Hurwitz replies, When you're doing a Comic-Con panel, you got to give the people something. We determined that Okinawa is something likely to be in Season 3 marketing, so figured it could be out there sooner. Uh, don't worry, there are plenty of other secrets we're keeping. So, let's see here. Watch Party says, Party While Brianna's Gone. Well, you, you you guys have at it. I will continue to read. So um, I think to what Rick and John's discussing here about the whole Okinawa thing is just so broad right now that I, you know, I, I, of, I often say that I'm not the brightest man out there. So I have no idea why Daniel's going over. You know, I've heard people say, oh, he's going after Robbie, to which I always question well, how the hell did Robbie go over there? Why would he go over there? Who does he know? He doesn't speak the language. That makes no sense. Oh, because of the book. That that means nothing. Um, so if Daniel goes, why is he going? Who will he run into? Will we see a character from the Credit Kid Part 2 show up? I don't know. So that's why they gave us the, the Okinawa, Okinawa plot, just because we they can go anywhere with it. And we have we, we can't even... Speculate, and I do wonder if anyone's come up with something where the big three has seen it and maybe questioned, like, oh, they're they're like really close, you know, just kind of like the whole Netflix deal, you know, when um, the accounts went went dead and there had been no news about the release of season three, uh, people were saying, oh, well, maybe they're going away from YouTube because YouTube is going away from scripted shows. So the big three, they saw that they they knew people were talking about it, and obviously they couldn't comment on it. So, uh, thank you, Jackie, um, for the uh, compliment there. All right. Next one comes from at DruidAZT. Have you decided the scene yet when you are going to use you're the best around, if that isn't too spoilery to ask? we uh, John says, we know exactly how we'd use that song if we use that song. Okay. Water is wet. You know, sky is blue. <laughs> Gave us nothing. Obviously, we know that that is eventually going to be used. So I think any more, if he comments any more on that, that might be giving something away there. The next one comes from at Guardians underscore comic. Favorite member of the young cast. John says, I love them all. I could never pick a favorite, but my daughter's favorite is Bert. Well, there you go. Um, you know. I thought I'd be cute, and I said, uh, wait, did I not say? I thought I said something to this. Well, I thought I tweeted at him. But anyway, in my mind, I was thinking about commenting, hey, uh, I happen to know Owen, so if your daughter wants to meet him, <laughs> I might be able to arrange that. Okay, this one is at Kruger. Well, yeah, let's just go with Kruger. It's the spelling that's throwing me off here. Uh, any news on if there will be another... American Pie movie. Also, thank you for making Cobra Kai. I love the films and TV series and can 
and I can't wait to see what you all do next. Uh, John Herbert replies, no immediate news on another American Pie movie, but we definitely know what the next slice would look like. Hope to bake it one day. Yeah, I see what he did there. Ba- bake it, right? Because it's American Pie. It's like a pie. You, you bake a pie. So yeah, it's a good joke. He's a good writer here. Um, American Reunion is actually pretty good, you guys. If you guys ha- have not seen it in a while or you just miss it completely, um, that's before I even knew who John and Hayden were. You know, they wrote uh, American Reunion. That's actually one of my very first movie, movie reviews, coincidentally, and that was before I became a podcaster, too. Um, so I think the stars align sometimes, you know, putting me uh, or giving us Cobra Kai and me ultimately uh, reviewing the show and et cetera, et cetera. And um, yeah, check it out. American Reunion. I like it. Uh, the next one comes from at Brady Cummings. I thought it was really interesting when Daniel was teaching Robbie a lesson that Miyagi taught him, but it was one we never saw in the films. Will we see or hear about more of the lessons or even just time between Karate Kid 3 and Miyagi's death? John replies, we always enjoy filling in the gaps in our characters' timelines. You can expect more of that going forward. So he doesn't deliberately say it, um, Brady, that is, but um, I'm assuming he's referring to the wheel technique. Uh, For those that never really thought about it, the wheel technique is not something that we saw in the movies and was created for the show. And on the show, they said, you know, when um, done properly, you know, that whole deal, but you have to have the, the two people back to back doing it in sync. So... How does one teach something if they don't know how to do it themselves? So our question here is, who did Daniel do this with? You know, maybe it could have been Mr. Miyagi, but who who else has Miyagi taught? Well, he also taught Julie Pierce, played by Hilary Swank in The Next Karate Kid. Not saying that she'll be, come back, but we do wonder if it will be addressed, who was the other student that uh, Daniel might have been um, – learning along with. So that's just uh, what we thought about there. Okay, all right. The next one comes from... Whoa, really? Oh, Brianna's listening too. So, um, Brianna, that was the end of it. <laughs> uh, that is really weird because I remembered it going a lot longer. So, since I am still doing this on my lonesome, what I will go back and do is try to find his May Q&A and work backwards on that. So, um, you guys speak amongst yourself while I find it, okay? I know it was early May. Um, Maybe if somebody has a question, I can try answering that as I continue to look. For that previous q and trying to think. Uh, so obviously there's no other news in terms of, of season three, uh, the release date or otherwise. But recently, actually today, um, I'm trying to remember who saw it first. So my apologies. But um, there's a Twitter account. It's not the official Netflix one, but it's like watch on Netflix. I, I'm forgetting the actual tag. I'm sure somebody will correct me in the chat room there. 
but um, they're saying that tomorrow they're going to have a list of release dates for some upcoming content. And I think a lot of us are kind of crossing our fingers that uh, Cobra Kai Season 3 will be among uh, among them, at the very least, Seasons 1 and 2. So um, that's something we can kind of keep an eye out for uh, tomorrow. Click on his Q&A answers and you can see all the answers. Well... Um, no, that's if he responds to them directly. But what John does is he mentions the retweets, um, the actual questions. So, aha. Okay, I think I found it. Okay, wait, we got a comment here in the group. By the way, Peter, I'm going to self-promote here. Okay, well, go have at it. I will continue with the Q&A. This one, I'm going to... Yeah, I'll read it. This one comes from at Mansers. That sounds right. John, reply, oh, no, what's the question? Uh, the question is, how much freedom does YouTube Premium Execs gives you guys? Do they have a say in the script as well? John replies, we have lots of freedom. YouTube and Sony read the outlines and the scripts, but the feedback is minimal. At the end of the day, they let us do our thing. So that's something to kind of maybe not keep an eye on, but something um, kind of worth noting. And I wonder if there will be any changes under the Netflix umbrella. The next one comes from at Irving underscore Sin, a friend of ours, friend of the show, Helen. Uh, she asks, does yourself, Josh, and Hayden collectively come up with ideas when you're writing and bouncing off of each other, or do you individually work on ideas and decide to go with it or not? To which John replies, the three of us plan out the season in broad strokes and have a bunch of ideas for scenes, jokes, and moments, but then we spend 10 weeks with the writers with the writers' room brainstorming as a group. So for those that don't know, yes, there are other writers as well. Um, and um, if you guys look at the credits, sometimes you can see that the teleplay, it, hold on, I'm kind of forgetting now. So often, John, Josh, and Hayden come up with a story, but then certain ep episodes are written by somebody else. I believe that's when it's the teleplay. Uh, it is under somebody else, um, somebody else's name, but then the big three also get credit for, for the story as well. Okay, next question. That was a big, giant, wasted trip to nowhere. <clears throat> Why? What happened? Well, I'm tearing all around my living room looking for my keys, right? Okay. Because <clears throat> Mr. Universe was driving my car today. And I'm like, well, after like five minutes of looking for my keys, I'm like, well, maybe he left him in the car. So I got my car's gone. So he's picking his brother up. I didn't actually oh. go anywhere. I was listening to you the whole time. Uh, Watch Party is absolutely right. He answered a ton of questions in line that day because I remember him doing it. Interesting. So so do you want me to scroll back and catch up to you way back where you are? Where I am at now? Yes. Or do you yes. want to try to do the inline? Okay. Yep, yep. Uh, May 9th is where I'm at right now. Okay. Scrolling, so I'll continue on until you find it. Scrolling. My dog is Sonic Boom barking on the back porch. All right. Let's see here. This one comes from... I'm going to go get the dog. I'll be right back. Okay. At Hacks with Hags. Will we ever see Terry Silver on Cobra Kai or any other characters from Karate Kid 2 or Karate Kid 3? 
Love how many little details from the original Crowded Kid that pop up in the series. It's clear how much you guys love the original movies. To which John replies, expect more legacy characters to appear on the show. Well, there you go. Next one comes from at Emily M. Quinn. Love Stingray and would love to know whose idea, whose idea, baby, that was and what inspired the character. John says, we always loved the idea of seeing adult karate students in Cobra Kai. The moment I saw Paul Walter Hauser in I, Tanya, I knew he had to be on the show. So, for those that are interested, we also interviewed him. That is on the podcast. Uh, the next one comes from... I'll skip that one. That's not Cobra Kai related. Uh, this one comes from Nick with a bunch of numbers following it. Hey, John, I want to go back to the high school fight when Robbie confesses to Sam about the Medal of Honor. Does she intend to tell Robbie about her kiss with Miguel? John Hurwitz replies, yes, she did. Yeah, that's pretty straightforward. Peter, is that jazz music coming from you? Um, I have nothing playing, but I'm assuming it's the same music that we have for our trivia game uh, that Brianna probably has playing. I, I can't hear it, so um, so I'm not sure. But I'm assuming that's what it, what the music is if you hear anything. Hey, Brianna. I am back. You yeah, may um, still do you, bark. Do um, you have that mu- music, uh, music playing in the background? Yes. On the uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, somebody was asking about it. Yeah, so I'm trying to find May 9th still. Alrighty. Um, the and I apologize because Dozer just will not shut up. Oh, he wants to get on the show is what it is. <sighs> All right. The next one comes from at John Mann, followed by like eight numbers. What inspired oh, – I'm already reading it. What inspired the story of Harold and Kumar? Is it based on your own life? Um, John Hurwitz replies, when Hayden and I first moved to L.A., we once spent a night driving from donut shop to donut shop looking for Boston cream donuts. That partly inspired it, but we loved the idea of putting characters like our Asian and Indian friends front and center in the movie. So he has said that many a times. And um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe those the, the names Harold and Kumar are also the names of their friends. All right. I muted because he wouldn't shut up. So now oh, no I'm... problem. You know, that mom tone uh, really um, make, make my knees shake there. So <laughs> uh, who was it? Say he's 30 years old and freaking scared. Yeah. All right, so the next one I'm about to go to is Andrew Patterson. So um, I mentioned him earlier here. Ah, there he is with the way season one ended. No, this one is about Napoleon Dynamite. So he asked at AC Patterson 975, how do you think Daniel or Johnny or Kreese would do in a fight against Rex from Napoleon Dynamite? Uh, To which John replies, they'd all fuck Rex up. So there you go. I need to watch that movie sometime. You've never seen Napoleon Dynamite? I have not. It's it's not for everybody. Uh, it took me a couple times to really like it. It's very quotable. I didn't like it at first. It took me probably two, three watches. And each time I would watch with friends. So I think that's what uh, made the experience um, fun. I'm still – I'm looking for that – question with okay that was the way season one ended i wonder if you uh went past me because uh because i was going downwards i I wasn't starting from the beginning i was starting from the end 
Oh, uh, mm-hmm. then I went way past you. Okay. Um, yeah. Just because I didn't know how, you know, I didn't want to keep scrolling to find the beginning, so I just started from like Sarah. There was Mikey. There was Will. So I'll continue to the next one. Uh, the next one is oh, there we go. Hang on, I found Phoenix PJJ. Uh, Saracen hashtag wows hashtag DVD. Okay, so we're skipping Doogie. Mm, Doogie. Yes. All right. Okay. When working on the scenes with martial arts, how difficult was it to keep everyone from getting hurt, especially considering the differences in the styles? We have the best fight choreographers in the business, uh, Hirokoda and Janelle Kerfman. They are constantly focused on making sure the fights are badass, but safe for the actors, which um, we also interviewed them as well. Lovely couple. Great follows on Instagram, too. Yes. Super sweet. Um, Janelle is freaking gorgeous, too, in person. Um, That's right. We met them in person. Um, I wish they would adopt me. You wish they they would adopt you? Yeah, Jacob Bertrand is hanging out with them now. And, uh, you know, they're riding quads all over, you know, their farm and going to drive-in movies and watching E.T. It sounds like a good-ass time. I apologize profusely to everyone for Dozer's inability to shut up. He normally never barks. And there was a dog right on the other side of our fence barking at him. Okay, so... Yes. Yeah, he's just decided he's going to keep barking. I apologize. And his cage is in the room I record in, so there's nothing I can do. Oh, that's fine. I'm my sorry. my one of my co hosts, his dog makes an appearance almost on every episode too. Brody. Oh yeah. Yeah, dogs are podcasters. They really are. There's there's a few uh pods out there. There is music, Kaz. You're not hallucinating. You he are might be definitely the hearing the music. It's really, really super low, um, but it's the same "Cruel Summer" that plays during the trivia. Um, so, all right. So Josh Singer at Josh Singer thirteen twenty two. Don't say who, but will someone die in season three? Yes. I hate that. <laughs> why? Why would he? Why would? Oh my God! Now Stony's barking. Okay. Why would he do? Why would he say that? Why would he tell us that? Um, for the same reason that they gave us the Okinawa plot point, just because it's so, you know, vague. Doesn't say when. Doesn't say who. So I'm just kind of scrolling through the the comments here. Because <laughs> after what they did to us last season, I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, that's just mean. All mm, right. I mean that 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 is a spoiler. So we know someone's dying, right? So we'll be looking for it, right? Um, but is it in reality? Is it a flashback? Is it is Daniel going to Okinawa for Sato's funeral? Right. Um, Watch Party says it looks like John replied to a bunch of tweets without quote tweeting, and we, we don't go into those. We only do strictly the quote tweeting because then we would never finish doing these episodes. Right, and it used to be that the the ones that he answered in line were like more personal questions, and ones that you know people wouldn't necessarily want broadcast out on a podcast. Um, the June twenty fifth Q and A though, he answered like normal ones. 
Um, and it actually made me think that Hayden had hijacked his Twitter for a while because that's hmm. how Hayden does it. Hayden all right. just answers yeah, 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 yeah. him Yeah, he just replies. But yeah, there were 196 comments under that question, and then we only asked, like, what, 25 questions. On the topic so, of, there were I a mean, ton. not really a topic, but on the mention of Hayden, uh, shout-outs to you, Top Dog. Um, what do you... What is your take on his scrappy tweet recently? Always be scrappy? Yeah. Well, I made a shaggy joke out of it. Right, right, right. But that that came out of nowhere. Well, so did Josh talking about the expired milk. I we we knew what that was kind of referencing. We don't know what the hell is he's talking about about being scrappy. Well, scrappy just means you never give up in a fight. You keep, okay. you know, keep fighting until you can't. And with scrappy do, he kind of beats his head into a wall even when he should probably stop. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's a smart ass and he's a bit of an asshole. <laughs> Oof. Um, Brianna's opinions are... Of scrappy, not of Hayden. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, Switch says Josh is the most random. Uh, indeed he is. Yeah, and Mikey's right. They did just make the, the Scooby, the new Scooby, um, is it a new show or a new movie? I believe it's a new show, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so now I've got a whole bunch of people slamming door. <laughs> oh, this Next is all question. staying in, right? I'm, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Oh, my I'm God. it all in. I, I'm, everything that could go wrong is, is going wrong tonight. I apologize. I know, I know what everyone. that is like. Yes. I know what that is like. That happened to me the day of the live stream. Right? That was, that was a bad day for you. Here's hoping that we've got, you know, the few um, issues out of the way for tomorrow um, with me putting the wrong date on the poster to start with. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't think anybody's out there trying to build a time machine to go back to the 28th for a Sean Kanan guest host. Right, but then Sean was like, um, yesterday he was like, be there with me tomorrow. And it's like, um, we're not going to be there tomorrow. And I almost, almost... Almost texted you and went. Should you tell Sean it's Sunday? <laughs> I did. Well, I, I tweeted and then I texted. Oh, okay. He's like, right. Remind me tomorrow. <laughs> right. Like, okay. okay. Very cool. All right. So we got it. We got all the the technical difficulties and glitches and everything out of the way already. Yes. All right. So next question is uh, Quad Skater Cal at Cal Quad. Uh, hi, Job. I absolutely or job. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love Cobra Kai. By the way, can we be expecting some more exciting and more intense fight scenes from season three? Absolutely. No, they're all going to be boring as hell. Yep. Um, no, uh, no capoeira either. No fighting. There will be no fighting. They're just all going knitting to classes. Smoke peace pipes and sing kumbaya at a at a campfire in Daniel's backyard. That sounds fun. No, not really. Uh, Mitch Arbor at ArborMitch13. Will Tori be prominently featured in Season 3? Also, will Hawk finally get to win a fight, hopefully? I'm a huge fan. I hope that we do get Season 3. I'm hoping Netflix speculation is true, too. That would be awesome. Tori does return in Season 3. 
As for Hawk, you'll have to watch to see how his uh, how his fights turn out. That's a plural. That is a plural if I've ever seen one. So Hawk will be in more than one fight. Yep. And the question to John or Job, right? Wait, nope, Job was the last one. Um, the question Mitch asked, will Tori be prominently featured in season three? John says Tori does return in season three. So he doesn't answer the question, which makes me think he's sides, uh, sidestepping the prominently one. So what we do know is that Painless filmed the movie last late last summer. I think she was in Australia f- for four to five weeks, something like that. So we don't know if that conflicted with her schedule to shoot for Cobra Kai. Right. But then again, for season two, they also did very, very little talking about Gianni. And then, you know, it turns out that he was promoted to regular. He and Jacob both were. So I, that could just be something that if she's been promoted to regular, that they just don't want to promote it yet. They want right. us to find out that day. That could be it, too. Uh, next question from Jeff Bingham. Was Rob Garrison going through health issues when you decided to do Tommy's terminal illness? No. Rob was healthy when we filmed, as far as we know. His passing was a surprise to all of us. So grateful we got to spend time with him when we did. A wonderful man. That one hurts. Yeah. (sighs) All right, Nathan Perez. Big fan of Hawk and Cobra Kai. Was the plan for him always a hawk? Though flipping a hawk, though, for flipping the script. This would be in the outtake reel at the end if we were recording it. This is Bree trying to figure out what the crap this person means. Okay, big Mm. fan of Hawk in Cobra Kai. Was the plan for him always a hawk for flipping the script, or were there other ideas? Hawk was always going to flip the script. We planned that from the beginning. I think the question was actually, was it always that he was going to become a hawk or was it like some other animal? Right. That, that's kind of what I'm thinking, too. Um, who knows? Maybe it was always a hawk, though. Yeah, it would make sense. Um, Will Double S, uh, what's your favorite episode of season three? The finale. But there are so many episodes I love. Probably nine others. Yeah. I mean, he has seen season three quite a bit of times and with his family. Yeah, they binged it the other night. And now his wife and daughter are mad at him because season four is not ready yet. And we're all still sitting here Mm -hmm. going, that's nice. Sure, yeah. And Hayden's watched it a few times, too. The only one, I mean, for all we know, Josh probably hasn't seen it in a single episode. Uh, well, or as you know, active, you know, how active he is on Twitter and all. With him being an AI, you know, they just kind of plug it into his brain and he downloads it. Oh, well, so, how do we hack that then? I, 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 I <laughs> how do we hack Josh's brain? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my okay. God, we are weird. Okay. Oh. Um, let's see. That's American Pie 4, so skipping that one. Um... Uh, Poker Pastor at Team Poker Pastor. Does everything going on now likely have an impact on season four, or is it still possible you get to film later this year? Never too early to be excited for season four. We are taking everything day by day. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Everything. Did I say that? Yes, you said everything. 
Okay, day by day. We care most about the health of our cast and crew, but hopeful we can all figure out a way to move forward safely. So we kind of touched on it a little bit in our live stream too. Yeah, but things were not as bad in Georgia as they are right now. South Georgia is a cesspool. Right. Um, I know of two entire towns that literally 95% of the population is infected. Mm. So um, we shall see. Right. Uh, uh, this is from Jay, Celeb Fakes 1028. Will Robbie be in trouble in season three, like with the cops? Love the show. The guy kicked a dude off a balcony. He's in trouble. Well, yeah. there you go. You know, <laughs> the first time I saw this one, um, a little a little insight into what will happen to Robbie early on in season three. Yeah, or, or maybe throughout season three. Um, I still disagree with it. Um. But, I don't know, maybe juvenile justice in Illinois is completely different than it is in California. Mm-hmm. Um, based on what happened to what, what happens to, you know, kids around here who get in fights where the person that they're fighting, I mean, it would be probation. That would be it. I, right. I, I, unless Robbie has a bunch of priors that it didn't look to me like he'd ever been arrested, Right. I have no idea. I, I I don't think so. And this would be his first violent offense because Robbie wasn't a violent kid. Going to need you to take over real quick while I go um, use the restroom. Okay. okay. All right. So I'm going to mute Peter's microphone there. Now you're all stuck with me for the next however long. Um. Robbie will dye his hair black and move to Mexico and call himself Rigel Diaz. Possible, I guess. Uh, next question is from 80s Video. Hi, John. How is the new soundtrack coming along? Um, and Herwitz replied, Love the music in season three. Some classic songs, especially in the finale, and our composers killed it as usual. Uh, we haven't really gotten the little snippets of songs and things like that for season three, like we did for season two. Uh, we did get that one really depressing, dark rendition of Johnny's story uh, that they were playing with um, real early on. That I think that was December. God, I've lost all concept of the passage of time. But I do remember there being like a, a really, really super dark version of, of Johnny's story. Um yeah, Carrie, the composers do always kill it. Um, and I think, Kaz, you're right, too. I think we're going to go and we're going to have something a lot closer, at least for half this, you know, however many episodes um, Daniel is in Okinawa. I think we're going to have something a lot closer to Conti's score. Um, and most likely a lot of his stuff from, you know, the original movies. I, I definitely think the song Okinawa will make several appearances um daniel and kumiko the uh two looking at one love theme and things like that i think i think all of that's probably going to come back into play in in some way shape or form uh love to hear rock and roll over you again 
have Daniel walk into a bar with that playing. That would be awesome. Uh, next question is from AJ at Ghost Town Willie. Uh, how long does your writer's room have to plot the series, and how long does each script take to reach shooting? Cheers. Uh, to which Hurwitz replied, takes us about a week to plot out each episode. Usually takes between four to eight weeks to get a script ready for production. Wow, that's fast. That's super fast. All right, Mikey Graff is next. It was great seeing Dimitri learn karate in season two. Will we see any other established characters learn karate? Amanda, Carmen, Cousin Louie? To which Hurwitz says, perhaps. Um, Carmen and Amanda would not bother me in the slightest, but you guys all know what I think of Louie. Um, love Brett Ernst. Don't care if I ever see Louie again. So... We'll find out, I guess. All, yeah, always perhaps with this one. I asked it anyway, Mikey. Haha, ha. I didn't see you say to skip it until I'd already read it. So you're just stuck with it. Okay. And Peter's back. I am back. I uh, was looking for my keys for like five minutes and I couldn't find it. Is that, a, is that a swipe at me? I mean, not a swipe, but yeah. I didn't want to break up again that I had to go into the restroom. All right, so where are we at? You announced you were going to the restroom before let's you keep left. On going. Let's, let's move it along. Let's move it along. Let's, let's not talk about me here. Um, a dynamic voltage in the chat says there's a guy with cornrows in Cobra Kai. Kind of looks like Busta Rhymes. He's got a menace about him hoping they develop him. Doesn't AJ? AJ has braids. He does, but he doesn't look like Busta Rhymes. Nothing. Busta Rhymes like Busta has Rhymes. a uh, um, goatee and stuff. But AJ, especially in the last scene, does have a bit of a menace about him when he steps up behind Crease. I mean, all yeah. all eight of they those, all do. Yeah, all eight of those students that are in that room with him have a have a definite hardness about him about them. Um, and I would like to see AJ developed a little bit more. I would like to see him, um, you know. Uh, uh, step out and get a little more airtime like Edwin you know especially with Miyagi-Do being so much smaller than than Cobra Kai in season two we saw a lot more of Edwin in season two than we did of him in season one right so now if we're down to just the eight kids under crease at Cobra Kai so maybe they can focus a little bit more on AJ too I think that's a good idea and Dieter I think they're the only two original, like the season one Cobra Kai kids that stayed with him, right? Are just AJ and Dieter? AJ, well, well, it would be... Dieter is played by... Uh, Craig. Right, Craig. Um, so it would be Dieter, Edwin. Um, what about Gabe? Uh, Gabe was not there. No, no. Tim was not one. there. Tim was not there. And Edwin, oh, oh, you talk about at the very Abe, end. Ed. Abe plays I Edwin. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abe plays Edwin. Right? Or do I have him backwards? Oh gosh. I may have their character names backwards. I feel AJ is Edwin, if I'm not mistaken. Is Owen still in the chat? <laughs> He's probably asleep by now. I don't know. He's a good boy. Um, 
Uh, a, I, I need to I need to I need to reference that poster at all times that I have. Jaden plays Abe. Okay. Oh, Miyagi Do now. Okay. Okay. Is that right. Jaden plays Abe. AJ okay. plays Edwin. All right. I had that, correct. that so screwed up in my head. It's all right. Look, <sighs> you have so much knowledge. You ever seen that episode? Did you watch Married with Children? Yes. Do you remember the, the episode where Kelly goes on this uh, game show and Al is the one that teaches her all these things about sports and whatever? And so anytime she learns something new, something old would leave her head. Yes. And it's kind of like that. Like, you know so much, though. I mean, and some things you just forget because you know so much. And this is one that happens to me actually all the time. There's a lot of characters. To where I think Abe is the actor's name and I forget Jaden's name. And then I think AJ plays someone who's not. At, it, 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 I do that with those two in particular all the time. Yeah. And it drives me nuts. But then again, well, I, I boil it down to like Frank and not Frank. Right. <laughs> For the t- <laughs> Let's not <laughs> go know? there, okay? I still have a hard time. Cameron? Cameron plays Frank? Cameron is Frank, and I do not know the kid that plays not Frank. <laughs> the kid who plays not Frank. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I like give. Mr. Bluematz because I keep forgetting his name. He has an actual name. Um, and not just Keith. <laughs> and Matt uses it all the time. To, like, and, reference the character, and I just call him Mr. Bluematz because I can never remember, but I remember George and Ron and Sue. Right. Um, and I only know him as Keith Burden. Keith, what's his middle name? He's got one of those, like, three names. But anyway, let's, let's move along. Okay, let's move along. All right. Uh, from Alan Cruz, is the yellow car in Cobra Kai the original yellow car from the Karate Kid movies? Yes. Ralph was given the car from... Karate Kid back in the day. We fixed it up and used it on the show. Huh. I wonder what they had to fix. Um, Ralph had mentioned that, you know, it had been in storage for a while. So it had gotten a little dusty and I'm guessing that it maybe had some engine and transmission issues being a 70-year-old car. Okay, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. That would that would make sense. Yeah, I do, Christy. I do need to talk to, to Harley. Um, cause she's got that, she's got that guide to the backgrounders. And what I usually do is reference that poster, hmm. um, of all the kids on the mat at the, all, at the all Valley, but then that doesn't have the season two kids in it either. So, mm. all right, we're going to skip Liam. You can see what Liam here. I'm going to, I'll hit the gif so everyone can see what Liam looks like. He, uh, looks like Will Ferrell to me. Yeah. Phil Werrell. Um, John can relate. That's what he. That's what. That's what we're all feeling. You know, waiting for season three. Okay. Next, uh, Sarah Billimer, our friend. Hey, John. Do the big three and/or your writing team have preferences on who writes Daniel scenes versus Johnny scenes? Like, do some of your writers feel they have a better handle on one character versus the other? That's a really good question. That's actually, a very good question. Yeah. Um, John replies, the entire staff writes Johnny and Daniel scenes, but Hayden, Josh, and I make adjustments to each script to make sure they are hitting on all cylinders and the voices are on point. Most of our writers have worked on the show for, th- uh, for three seasons now, so everyone's dialed in. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. We have much more to to comment on on that, but I wanted to shout out Sarah, who just started a new podcast called Talking Fanfic Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. So um, she just released her second episode today. I'm almost done with that, um, but yeah, if you guys are interested to hear more about the fanfic side of a fandom, um, definitely check her out. Yes, uh, today I believe they were fan they were workshopping their own fic. They were supposed to do a workshop episode, but she ended up talking about uh, Kira Bay's uh, recent uh, fanfic. It took her took Sarah like four hours to read it or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, she had to reshuffle some things. Um, okay. On that, but yeah, uh, the the Sarah or the Laura episode will come next, I believe. Okay. All right, and then there will be a Brie episode at some point. Yep. Looking uh, forward to that. Make sure you hit that subscribe. I should probably, you know, write some more and release something before. Then. Sure. 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 <laughs> uh, writing and I, um, <clears throat> we have issues. Okay, so. Next question is from uh, Joel Weber. How can we get a Cobra Kai prequel? Um, hopefully that'll happen one day. We definitely, uh, we've definitely talked about it. But I mean, we, we already yeah. have a Cobra Kai prequel. Do we? It's called the Karate Kid. Okay. I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I guess one could also debate the the comics, even. Right, right. But, well, that you know. fills in Johnny's story in the movie. Right. Uh, uh, I just wanted to read uh, Mikey Mikey G's uh, comment here. Does Chris, the stunt guy, have a character name? And I feel he might know the answer to this is maybe why he asked that. But if it's the same Chris we're thinking of, his uh, character name is Mikey. Ah. Uh. <laughs> That Clearly named after sense. Cobra Guy, Mikey. <laughs> yes. Clearly. Absolutely. Clearly. Yeah. All right. So we're going to skip the baseball one. And the next. Okay. Sarah's a Mets fan. So we're just going to skip all Sarah's questions because all her questions are about the Mets. Ah, from Philippe. There Good we evening, go. Mr. Hurwitz. Between the idea of creation on paper where you could visualize mentality, the scenes, and now, by noting now, the final result of this series three in post-production, what feeling sums up your heart the most and why? Making Cobra Kai has been a dream come true in every way. Season three is extremely ambitious, especially given our budget, and I'm confident we pulled off something special and unlike anything else on television. Well, damn. I would say that is a pretty good feeling in his heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna wait to watch it myself. Right. I don't. <laughs> I I don't think we'll disagree. Right. But I also don't want to, um, you know, hype myself up and and be underwhelmed, which I I can't see that happening. But I'm just saying, you know. Right. All right. So skipping the Star Wars question and going to. Um, Lex Ajeda at Stormy Side E. The episodes were mostly 25 or 28 minutes. Will season three episodes be longer? Yes, we have two or three episodes that are north of 35 minutes. That makes me happy. Yeah, and I feel... Well, 
north of 35 minutes. I don't know. I, I feel like I recall something about like maybe even close to 40 minutes. So, I mean, that's not far off. Right. And the, the, the reason that I'm excited about that one there is 42 minutes is a 60-minute episode of television with the commercials taken out. Right. 30-minute uh, episodes are 21, and 60-minute episodes are 42. So this is, at this point, reaching the point of being damn near an hour-long drama on CBS or NBC or, or something like that. Right. Uh, Watch Party asks, well, is it two or three episodes? Does he not know? You know, and uh, I don't think he does. But if if I was one of them watching this all on my lonesome because I can't share it with anybody else as often as they do, they may not even pay attention to the runtime. Yeah. And, I mean, two or three ballpark, you know, he's avoiding spoilers. He's trying to that be too. vague. Good point, yeah. yeah. Even though he straight up told us someone's going to die. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to forgive him for that one. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll see when that comes. All right. Uh, Domingo Rubies, at Mingo Rubies. Uh, Miguel's mom mentions that his dad is the kind of guy you don't want to mess with. Will we ever meet him? Perhaps one day. Yeah, hopefully. Now, let's say that he will be introduced at some point. Do you see it being possible that it would happen in season three? I think anything is possible. I think I don't want to meet him in season three. Right. I I was. When when did this come up? I was talking with somebody. Oh, I think it was Jr. yesterday because I did a um, Periscope on Twitter yesterday, two and a half hours long. I don't even know how that happened, but um, that came up. The uh, Miguel's dad, and I said, "Well, I mean, I, I kind of said what you said. Like, it, it's possible." I don't want him in season three for as little as we already know what's going to happen in season three. There is so much that needs to be addressed as it is. And right. why would you throw in Miguel's father, um, you know, in that as well? Um, right. I could see him maybe being um, maybe being a catalyst for Carmen letting Johnny back in their lives again mm -hmm. um, because Johnny could protect Miguel from that in her mind. Um, if his father really is, you know, as bad as she has said, or maybe it would be bad enough that, you know, I don't think Carmen would actively believe that she needs anyone to protect her, but Johnny may actually need to do it. Right. So if we're getting into that level of, of drama, I really don't know how that fits into what we already know is going on. Unless that plot line is going on while Daniel is in Okinawa because it gives Johnny something heavy and weighty to deal with while Daniel's gone. Right. So, I mean, I don't think he's going to sit around and twiddle his thumbs for, you know, however long waiting for Daniel to get back. I agree. Yeah. My rival ran off to another country. I'm just going to sit here and wait for him to return. Maybe we'll be surprised and they went together. <laughs> God, that this, would make me so happy. Let's move it along. Okay. Um, Ludwig at Elraud, uh, yeah, you can see it. Nailed it. Pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> How much actual karate training do the kids do for the show, or is it mostly limited to stunt work? Any of them taken up karate? All of the all of the kids do a ton of karate training, 
They have stuntmen and women, but much of the fighting you see on the show is actually the actors. And big news from the world of the actors. Did you see what Gabe did today? I know that he got a belt. Second Second degree degree black. Yep, there we go. Second degree black belt. Congratulations to Gabe B. Yes, and um, Owen, didn't Owen get his first black? Oh, gosh, I don't know. A little while back? Um, you got me. It, it 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 messes with me because Owen's mother and stepfather run a karate dojo. <laughs> right. The kid knows karate. Yes. And one would assume he's really, really good at it. And Bert is the one that we see getting knocked down and thrown around and kicked around and knocked over by people that, you know, are flipping and flying like like Bert is too tiny and too weak to do it right. Right. And it's always kind of like in my head, you know, I'm always going, but he's probably the one who knows the most. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, I always like that kind of, you know, and, and that's part of the reason why I want to see Bert really get into it and uh, and develop and stuff, you know. Yeah. So. Um, there's some questions coming uh, coming out in the group asking, like, when it's going to be, be released. As of right now, there is nothing that's been confirmed. I know that Drew's getting a shout out here. Uh, apparently Drew said that it was October or, or September. It, I haven't listened or watched uh, whichever video where he says that. And I'm sure it's just a guess. Yeah. Drew is guessing September or October. Um, I mean, uh, we have half the year left. So fight, you know, fight and flicks is um, putting his, his money on December 19th. Okay. Um, he's got some super secret sources, um, which basically means he has a friend who works for Netflix and has told him, you know, what's on the uh, what's on. I just completely forgot the the word um, on the docket. The, it, it's no, it's not the. It, it is a docket, but there's a word for it. Slate. Okay, um, a slate. Yeah, yeah. A slate. The, of what's movies, on the slate for the back half of the year? Cobra Kai is not on it, but The Witcher is. But The Witcher didn't get filmed because they hadn't started filming yet before COVID struck. So The Witcher is still on the slate, but there is no season. Um, but is I, this like the, the person in France or something yes. that leaked information? Oh, good lord! Yeah. Um, but I, I and, and I told him, I was like, you know, it's probably just not on there because they haven't got their marketing in place to put it on there yet. Um, I wouldn't expect it to be on there yet. I don't – the preview that's coming out tomorrow with all of their fall originals and stuff, I don't think it'll be on there either. But I don't think that's necessarily going to indicate anything. They've They've owned this property for a little over two weeks. Um – for anyone to expect them to have the marketing in place and the scheduling and everything in place like they do for these shows that they've owned, you know, from the onset or for a year or two, uh, just doesn't make any sense. It, they need time to fit it in. Right. And figure out where it's going to go. That said, I do, if it does get pushed off to December, I hope it's December 19th. Okay. But I don't want it in December either. Right. 
Anything I say would just be a guess, too. So there's uh, plenty of other people guessing out there. There's no, you know. Right. Mine holds no water, so. Um, Flicks for fans doesn't answer the question. Where was she if not in that final scene? Just curious. Um, she wasn't in the this scene. This is Aisha, at, right? At, yeah, he's talking about yeah. Aisha. She wasn't with Kreese. She was one of about 15 students that were not in that back room. Um, and as for where she is, none of us know. We don't know. And guess what? I bet you her parents aren't happy about that fight. No. We just know that she wasn't with him. Bert wasn't with him. Tim wasn't with him. Uh, who else was, was missing out of there? Um, I mean, back in that room was was um, Big Red, Dieter, Tori, um, Edwin, Raymond, Hawk, um, and the the um, the Asian kid, the Filipino oh, yeah. boy, um, Serrano. Oh, that's his. Well, that's his real last the name. The actor's name, yeah. Um, right. I, I, don't I don't think his character has, has yeah. a name yet. Um, but yeah, those are the eight that were back there. We don't know where any of the rest of them. No, I mean Raymond. <laughs> Ain't no stingray in this dojo. Okay, hey, here we go. you guys keep your debates over on Watch Party's <laughs> channel, okay? I kick his butt again. Uh, next question. <laughs> oh, gosh. Kevman17. I love you, Chris. What part of either season one or season two was the hardest to write? We have the first half of the season fully written when we start production, with the second half outlined and in process. Often, there will be something in that second half that needs reworking because of what we shot. Doing that while filming is the biggest challenge. Hmm. That's interesting. That kind of reminds me of how, like, um, Bert, for example, was upgraded in season one. You know, right. He was right. Supposed to, be he was supposed to be just background, and then he ends yeah. up with lines, multiple mm-hmm. lines by the end of the season. Yep. Um, and that happened with... Um, Nathan with with or with with Nathaniel. Right. Um, was supposed to be background and somebody said, hey, let's have him rival uh, um, Bert. Right. All right. So Tucker and Bernie again. Season two, end of episode 10. Why was Kreese in the back room of the dojo with the Cobras? If he believed it was his right to take over the dojo, why not have the lesson in the front room? The back room was more badass, in his opinion. Better for a late-night session. You know what I think? Hmm. I think he was hiding. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, he may believe it's his God-given right or his God-given dojo or whatever. But I really don't think he wanted Johnny to see him. Because he's most likely been doing that for a while back there. Yeah. After Johnny would leave. So he is sneaky like a snake. Yeah. Kind of earned that one. Um, Cobra Kai never dies at Cobra. Never. Who would you join Miyagi-Do or Cobra Kai? Probably Miyagi-Do because it's free. It's hard to argue with that one. Yeah. But then he hashtagged at Cobra Kai. <laughs> well, you know, that's the name of the show. Right. <laughs> Make up your mind. I mean, he's also got a, typo there too so what are you gonna do right all right let's see uh justin harvey i noticed in cobra kai that johnny looks up the movie blood sport was that put in the script intentionally 
Are you guys fans of that film? I've been curious about that since I noticed it in that scene. Pretty sure that was a decision Hayden, Josh, and I made in post. Felt like a movie that Johnny would love, and we're fans too. I'm with Sensei Pilani on this one. Yeah, I, I, I've learned this recently. <laughs> not a big JCVD fan. Actually, okay. not even a small one. All right. Never got the attraction, never got the draw, and everybody, you know, come at me and literally at me if you want to. I do not like Jean-Claude Van Damme. I have never seen all of Bloodsport. To me, the best thing about it is the gif of him screaming into the microphone and the other guy playing the drums. Yeah, that's pretty amazing, too. One of my favorite scenes in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) They're actually doing that, huh? They're actually performing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's see. From Johnny Kane, John Hurwitz, what are your top five episodes in Cobra Kai? How do you expect me to choose between my babies? What are your top five episodes? I love that he puts it like that. Yeah, actually, I I kind of remember this response, but I thought it was when somebody had asked him, like, who was his favorite uh, of the young cast? Oh, no, that those would be literal babies. Right. Um, Sticky Mango, what was the most hard thing to do this season? Shooting the finale. And there oh, we boy. go again with the finale. Yeah, I, was about to, I was about to freaking say that myself. Here we go again. <laughs> the finale. Always the finale. Ooh. But hey, you know, you, you gotta gotta make it big, right? Second season is big, third season bigger, so it just you can't digress, right? Right, right. You can't go backwards. There's no point in going backwards. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't make it to make it worse, right? You gotta make right. it better. All right, and uh, next from Owen Morgan, at Owen Morg, favorite Burt scene? It's in season three. You know the one. We'll say no more. That's no fair. Hey. See, now Owen's in on it, too. <laughs> Asking uh, questions that only they know the answers to. Come on. Right. Uh, you know, we got a few people in here. I might as well go ahead and announce it now. Uh, Owen will be joining me at some point tomorrow on Instagram Live to give um, his thoughts on Karate Kids Part 2 and 3. Now that he's finally seen them. Yes. So if you guys haven't, go out um, uh, or go on, rather, his Instagram account because he's got a picture of him wearing the uh, Miyagi-Do headband. Right. I, I keep saying that, you know, he's he's a closet Miyagi-Do. I think he's going to switch sides. Sarah said no. He's a he's a cobra. His mom said that he's a cobra in his heart, and he's just going to stay one. Whoa, whoa, whoa! She says in his heart, but we don't know where his mind's at. So right, mm-hmm. I would love to see Bert go Miyagi Do. I would so much. He's. So- I want. I want to. I want to see something where you know Daniel is addressing all of his students, and it's panning, and like Bert just happened to sneak in and like stand in the ranks. You know, and there's one of those like record scratches. Like, but what are you doing here? <laughs> okay, you know? so that was um, the. Oh my God, that was the second half when he returned because we just got to the point where he says, "Need to run for now." See that there are a lot of unanswered questions. We'll try to get more later. So there's like another hour worth back there. You think so? 
I betcha. Well, let's let's uh, see how quick we can get through these. Oh my god. Okay. Say so we've already been on for an hour and a half, two and a half hours, right? No, an hour uh, and a half. I can count. Yeah. Um, people asking in the chat over under that Elizabeth Shue will appear in season three. That's from Flicks for Fans. Dynamic Voltage says one hundred percent chance. Dynamic Voltage, I disagree with you highly. I think I, the chance I, I, is I, very, I, very I disagree. small. I disagree with you one hundred percent that she won't be in it. <laughs> you disagree with me or with him? With him. Yeah. I with I, them. Yeah, he he's like 100% chance that she is in season three, too much set up for it. And I am 0% chance that she will be in season three because there's too much set up for it. It's okay, too obvious. Now, so Dynamic Voltage doubles down. My gut tells me she splits up with her husband and goes back home and she finds out about Miguel through Johnny. Nope. Okay, she hasn't probably hasn't even thought about this guy in 35 years until she gets a friend request. Right. Everybody's wanting everybody to get divorced. Everybody wants Amanda and Daniel to break up so he can go get with Kumiko. Everybody right. wants Allie to break up with Greg so she can go get with Johnny. It, okay, they call it a karate soap opera, but this is not Degrassi High School, okay? Is it that bad on that show? Uh, Well, it was in the 80s when I watched the original, but mm. I don't know. When it was Degrassi High School, I mean, actually it started out as Degrassi Junior High. <laughs> That sounds like Saved by the Bell when it was originally Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Yeah, it was Degrassi Junior High, and then it was Degrassi High School, and then when they brought it back in the 90s, it was just Degrassi. But this is not a teenage romance show. This is, they're not, they're not breaking up 20 long, you know, 20 year long marriages um, so they can respectively run off with their significant others that they had for a few months when they were 16, 17 years old. Right. Um, not happening. Uh, I think what we've seen from the writers so far on the two seasons that we do have, they set up a lot of tropes and they set up a lot of things that we want to see just to knock it down. Mm -hmm. Uh, they did that with Daniel and the, you know, clapping and rubbing his hands together. Like he was going to reduce Robbie's shoulder. And then he calls for a medic. They do that with setting Daniel up to break the ice, and then they don't let him do it. So they do all of this setup, and they you know fade us out on Allie's cell phone sitting in the sand, and it's like, oh my god, you know that means she's going to be there. No, that's an anvil, and these guys don't do anvils; these guys do scalpels. You know. Okay, what what, what do those mean? Um. Okay, anvil. You know the big, um, the big rock metal things that the Roadrunner was always dropping on Wiley e. Coyote's I, head. I know what a, uh, an actual anvil is. Yes. Yes, that's that's it. Um, if they say that you know a writer is hitting you with an anvil, it means they're they're hitting you in the head with something obvious. Okay. Um, and scalpel just means precise. They're very surgically precise with their writing. Okay. And these guys are much more surgical than they are heavy-handed. Yes, they are. That's and, something that we often bring up in these type of episodes where we cover the Q&As because we say they are very deliberate with their words. Whether yeah. it's tweets, the writing on the show, these episodes, they're roughly 30 minutes each. So they have to really get down the dialogue and say exactly what they mean and how to say certain things, convey that dialogue. Okay, and Star Tropic and uh, Christy both... 
pointing out to me, um, Invisible Observer, both pointing out that there was the kids of Degrassi Street. Um, I actually didn't watch that one. So that is why I was unaware that that one existed. Um, I watched Degrassi Junior High when I was in junior high. <laughs> so that, as far as I knew, that was the first one. Yeah. So Flicks for Fans uh, asks, who is the surprise guest for season three then? Well, if we knew, it wouldn't be a surprise. When were we told that we had a surprise guest? I don't know, probably because we're shooting down Allie. But, I mean, were we told that there was going to be a surprise guest? Yeah, I don't know. Was there a surprise in season... Well, I guess in season two was your OG Cobras. Um, season one, what are we going to see Lucille? What's the surprise guest? Uh, season one was Lucille. Season one was Crease. Um... Season two would be Bobby, Tommy, and Jimmy. Um, but just because they've done surprise guests doesn't mean they have to. And besides, even if they brought her on, not a surprise anymore, is it? Since everybody thinks she's going to be there. Right. You got that going, too. Yep. And what do we know? We just do a podcast. Right. Yep. And also, since I saw it back up there. No, Mike Barnes is not Miguel's father. Neither is Terry Silver. <laughs> but if you think he is, I'm not going to call you an uneducated idiot. Moving on. Um, Andrew Patterson. If Harold and Kumar. Whoops. Sorry. Skipping Andrew. Um, Amy. Sabrina Obscura. Our friend Amy. Our mod, Amy. Is she still in there? Kind of a random question that for some reason Iron Eagle Johnny made me think of. What was the last thing you shot in season one? We shoot the episodes in blocks. So we shot episodes uh, nine and ten at the same time. The final night in Atlanta, we actually shot everything at the Canyon Bonfire. It was absolutely freezing. Uh, the last thing up was Sam and Robbie getting out of the car walking to the party. That explains why Sam is hugging herself and shivering and... <laughs> Uh, I knew it was cold at the canyon. Yeah. Uh, now the way she was standing, where she like had the one arm, t the hand, t her hand tucked under her arm while she was talking with her other hand. Now that makes sense. She was probably cold. Yeah, I think it was in one of the interviews, either with Annalisa Cochran or uh, Nicole Brown. One of them did say it was freezing that night. Yeah. Oh, good night, Kiata. Good morning, Kiata. Yeah, good morning. <laughs> it's six in the morning. Oh, my gosh. That poor thing. Okay. Um, from, a, uh, let's see. Is that an L or a T? Is that L? Powell? Wait, where are we looking? The uh, legs? Powell Kowalewski. Ko yeah, Kowalewski is what it looks like. Well, the, the, the Kowalewski I think I have is that Powell or is that Powett? I can't tell if it's an L oh, or a T. Oh, yeah, I think that's an L, too. I think it's Powell. Okay. Have you ever swept somebody's leg? Uh, what else am I supposed to do with people's legs? Don't know. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good question. He's asking. It's what they're there for. Killian um, Gamow, uh, how do you approach writing a fight scene? We approach fights first and foremost from a dramatic perspective. Who's fighting? Why? And what's the end result? Not just physically, but what are the reper repercussions? We make sure we're telling a story within the fight. And we try to make each fight unique in some way. Shit, 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 shit. Right. <laughs> Something like that. Right. 
I think if, if Dimitri's involved, the word shit will always be involved. We should just assume that at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's 10 after 11. Okay. Um, Andrew Patterson. With the way season one ended, many fans expected Miguel to go down a darker path in season two, but this ultimately did not happen. Did you, Josh, and Hayden consider having Miguel go down a dark path in season two? And if yes, why didn't you do it? At his core, Miguel is a good kid being raised by a loving mother and grandmother. He also had a strong allegiance to Johnny at the end of season one. With Johnny's philosophy starting to evolve, we felt Miguel would evolve with him. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But see, there's there's another example of them setting up an expectation at the end of one season that did not come to fruition at the beginning of the next one. Right. Just saying. Um, let's see. Ben, two questions. What would be your thoughts on a possible video game, and what is your personal favorite fight in Cobra Kai? I love the idea of a Cobra Kai video game. Perhaps one day we'll get our wish. Is that a winking emoticon that you put there? Um, he's Yes, he is winking. Okay. As for my favorite fight, it's hard to pick just one. Probably the high school brawl in season two finale, followed by Miguel in the cafeteria. Some great fights in season three, though, too. Um, I am going to have to go. Okay. Um, because someone just fell down my basement stairs. So. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Okay, uh, guys. We're going to have to end this prematurely. Yep. Sorry. Um, remember where we were. We'll come back to it tomorrow. Maybe. Maybe. Or we, or we just might end this. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions. And they're not valid anymore anyway. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning into our live stream. Uh, come back tomorrow for the trivia championship. That's going to conclude this episode and all of the Q and A's. Yes. Sorry, it was very premature. I apologize, but I got to go find out if this kid is okay. So. Okay. All right, guys. See you all later. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.